Hello friends, good to be with you as always. I hope this finds you well. Uh, we're recording this uh, early in the week of September 14th, uh, which means the US Open Tennis Tournament just concluded. I don't know if any of you are tennis fans, but my wife Amy and I always love to watch, especially the major uh, tournaments every year. This year, of course, has been a little um, changed because of COVID, but the US Open, I believe, was the largest um, spectator event in all of sports up to this point. Uh, they didn't have actually live audiences there, but uh, largest event in terms of uh, worldwide viewership on television. For those of you who are tennis fans, you'll know there were a number of exciting things that happened. Uh, some good, some bad. Novak Djokovic was um, ejected or suspended from the tournament through an accident kind of of hitting a lines person with a ball, uh, which meant that the draw was opened up for someone who had not won a major uh, for more than a decade uh, to finally win a major. Uh, the women's final uh, between Naomi Osaka and um, uh, Victoria Azarenka, sorry Victoria, I forgot your name for a second, um, was a very exciting uh, final that went three sets. Uh, but it was the men's final that uh, led me to a couple of reflections that I want to share with you today. Uh, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but often my wife Amy and I will tape uh, a sporting event, um, in this case again tennis, um, because we'll want to watch it later in the evening. This one uh, was aired at 3 uh, afternoon central time. So we taped it, and when we finally started watching it, we got to the end of the tape and the event wasn't done yet uh, because we hadn't added that extension, the live extension for a live sporting event. Um, and we were just committed <laughs> to uh, watching it and not finding out the result. And we were able to avoid that on our phones and so forth. But that meant we had to stay up really late way later than we typically do to watch uh, it uh, play out on uh, the tennis channel, which we did. And uh, if you watched it, you know that Dominic Thiem uh, beat Sasha Zverev in a five-set match. It went, very, went as late as it could have. It was a tiebreaker in the fifth set. Um, and there were two things that struck me both uh, last night in the immediate aftermath of the um, event. And then, and then this morning I watched uh, one of the, well, actually both press conferences with uh, Team and Zverev that I, I thought relate to our life of faith. So yesterday after the um, tournament was over, after the championship had been completed and it was hard fought, um, during the comments to the audience on television, Sasha Zverev broke down in tears, something I'm very familiar with, by the way. I've done it many times as I've led worship at funerals or in sermons or in prayers. And so that's the first point I want to make, is that it was a reminder of, I guess you could call it vulnerability or transparency or honesty. Now, I'm not suggesting that all of us are going to be standing in center court um, at, or the Arthur Ashe Stadium uh, after competing in a U.S. Open Finals. Uh, what I am suggesting, though, is that I would like to suggest that we all have that same kind of honesty or transparency or vulnerability in our relationship with God. 
God knows who we are. God knows what we're feeling. God understands uh, our inward being. Uh, the question is, are we willing to share it with God? And when we do, I am convinced it is good for our spiritual health. So that's the first thing. Uh, Sasha Zverev's sort of uh, breakdown when he was talking about his parents who weren't there. Just, I love watching that kind of honesty. And again, it's a reminder that we need to practice that same kind of honesty in our lives of faith. If nothing else, then at least with God. The second thing uh, came from uh, uh, Dominic Team. Boy, I'm sorry, I'm struggling with these names right now. Dominic Team's um, uh, press conference following the win. And there was something he said, and you can easily find the press conference, um, that struck me as having to do with the second point I want to make, which has to do with vision. Can you see, in his case, can he see himself one day winning uh, not just a tennis championship, but uh, one of the major tennis championships, one of the four Grand Slam events. And there's a sense in his answers, he's very humble, but there's a sense in his answers that there was a time that he started to realize, oh, I might actually be able to do this. And again, that has to do, I think, with vision. Now, I'm not again suggesting that if we, each of us, have the vision, uh, one day we're going to be on center court, uh, Arthur Ashe in Flushing Meadows, New York. I certainly know I won't. Um, but I do think vision is important in the life of faith, in the sense of uh, understanding who we are and who God is, and that we live in a world created by a loving God who is saying to us at every opportunity, if we will only listen, I love you. I talked a little bit about this in my sermon yesterday around baptismal identity and the world we live in is so good at convincing us that we are something other than a beloved child of God that I think as a church, as a community of faith, as Christ's body in the world, we need to continually remind one another of getting our vision right about this and reminding one another that we are, in fact, a beloved child of God, a beloved son, a beloved daughter, that God loves us, that God will never leave us. And that type of uh, approach to the world cannot help but inform how we live our lives and how we go out into the world and share uh, that kind of message of hope and love with others. So again, uh, I enjoyed watching the U.S. Open. Uh, it was an exciting um, tournament, and I just wanted to share those couple of thoughts with you in the aftermath of it. Uh, thanks for watching, and as always, be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm -hmm.